girlies and welcome back to the pod. Today we're talking all about confidence, how you can be more confident with your body, with um, the type of work you do, whether that's school or just any type of thing, and then also how to be confident in your own decisions and the importance of valuing your own opinions over that of others. But before we get into that, let's talk all about my week because it low-key felt like a fever dream. I'll be honest, um, this week was testing me, honestly horrible, like negative five out of ten. Um, truly, I don't know, I must have pissed somebody off because I was not having a good time. Um, but so on Tuesday, I got into a car crash. So that was scary. Um, I am fine. The other person is fine. It was just like slightly traumatizing and I don't have a car anymore because my car is totaled. Um, so yay. Um, my dad though, literally 10 minutes after I crashed my car, he came to pick me up and he asked me if I wanted to drive his car home. Keep in mind, I'm literally like bawling my eyes out, literally shaking, traumatized. And he's like, oh, Carmen, want to drive my car? No, I don't want to drive your car. No. Like, no, thank you, sir. Anyway, um, so I'm fine. Don't be worried about me. Um, my car is not fine. Uh, so that kind of sucks. Um, currently I think I'm the least favorite child right now, um, because of that and just like in general. Um, so that was scary. And then later in the week, um, I had prom, my senior prom. So that's exciting. Um, and I don't know if you saw it on my Instagram. I'll probably post something on my podcast, Instagram at the girly girl podcast. Um, so check that out. But also if I don't, because I don't know yet, you can look at my personal account. It's linked in the bio, in my bio on the Girly Girl podcast Instagram. Um, if you want to see my dress, it's gold. Um, my aunt got it for me over Christmas. And originally I wasn't going to wear it. But as you guys know, because I've been talking about it for weeks, I had a lot of trouble like ordering dresses and all that. So I just decided to wear this one, which probably me deciding that earlier could have saved me a lot of time and energy um but that's okay you know that's fine um but I wore a gold dress it was backless it had like a what is it called like a little turtleneck thing but it's not a turtleneck I don't know but prom was fun we had a DJ come who DJed for Lollapalooza which was kind of cool he was he was 10 out of 10, I will say. Everybody, literally, I'm not joking, people in the crowd just started screaming, oh my god, I love you, you're so hot, and I don't know, he probably was so confident after that entire thing, um, he's like some 23-year-old DJ, it was great, honestly, it was great. Um, also, pro tip, if you have a dance coming up, take pictures in heels, but then when you actually, um, get somewhere, change into a pair of sneakers slash tennis shoes. Um, I wore my Air Forces and my feet didn't hurt the next morning. So 10 out of 10 recommend. 
or at least bring shoes with you in the car or just walk in with a pair of shoes because or else your feet are going to die and um, you're going to hate life. So don't do that. And then also after prom, I had a little uh, get together at my house, which got a bit crazy. I didn't know that many people were going to be there, um, but it was fine. Uh, so that was kind of fun. A little crazy. Um, I'm not a big like party person, which is really funny because every time like my friends have like a, a function, it's at my house. And see, I just can't socialize for people with people that long because my school had this tradition. Okay, let me just tell you how many hours I had to speak to people. Um, it's called the senior dinner dance, which means before prom, all seniors have to have dinner with their parents and sit at a table with other kids and their parents. And if you think that sounds horrible, yeah, but just wait, it's two hours. Yep, two hours. Two hours before the dance, sitting, eating with random people's parents. And then two hours of the dance was fun. And then I didn't go to bed until like 4 a.m., which just made me feel really disgusting. So yesterday, I literally did nothing. And I have an exam on Monday. Haven't studied. That That's not good. Don't recommend doing that. Um. So now today, because I'm doing everything last minute, um... Need to study. Need to clean my room. Need to obviously do this podcast episode. So just a, a lot going on. A lot going on. Um, but I've just been trying to wrap my head around how this entire week has been real because it's like one day, like one day during the week, Tuesday, I could have died, and then on Friday, I'm just like at a dance looking uh all dressed up i was like life isn't real this is so strange to me anyway um so yay yay life that was thanks for coming to my ted talk but before we get into how to be confident in all those things i'm going to take a quick break and then i'll be right back our next partner has been a product i use literally every day i started taking ag1 because I wanted to have better gut health. Y'all know me, I'm always trying to find a way to be healthier, and AG1 does just that. AG1 is super healthy for you, but it doesn't taste, you know, kind of like those healthy foods. It kind of has a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovering, focus, and aging. Literally everything. So, I use AG1 to make me feel healthier. Personally, for me, I have struggled with acne for years, and I know that when I eat better, when I treat myself better with what I'm eating, what I'm taking in, that my skin looks better. And AG1 helps me do that. AG1 is also lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, or are dairy-free or gluten-free, AG1 is perfect for you. Also, did I mention that it costs you less than $3 a day? 
and you're investing in your health. So it's cheaper than any coffee that you could have every day. And AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing that you can do every day to take care of yourself, and it's super easy. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup and a, and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Check the link in the description of this episode to learn more. Okay, everybody. Now we're going to chat all about how to be more confident. So first up, talking about body confidence. I feel like when people um, first bring up confidence, this is the first thing everyone immediately thinks to. But it's not just about that. But we'll touch on this one first. So body confidence, feeling confident in your appearance your body, your face, you how you look, whatever. Um, and I think a misconception is that to be confident in your body, you need to look perfect. You need to look this certain way, which, I mean, I guess it could help. But at the same time, anyone can be confident. It's just about working with what you have, right? So it isn't about being perfect, but it's just realizing that even though your body might not be perfect. No one has a perfect body. Everyone has things that they don't like or that they wish they could change. But just realizing that that's okay. That's okay that I'm not like completely perfect. No one is perfect. Even if someone you see, you're like, wow, they're so gorgeous. They're so beautiful. They are so perfect. That person is probably struggling with something as well. People are always struggling with things. Even if you see someone and think, wow, they're the most beautiful person ever. How could they ever be struggling with confidence? So keep that in mind. Um, something, a little, I guess, basic piece of advice, but I think is really good still. So I'll say it. Um, fake it till you make it. If you look at yourself in the mirror every day and you're like, this is not it. We're going to try to change your mindset. Okay. We are going to tell ourselves, wow, I look really good today. Um, and just keep telling yourself that you are confident and do stuff that a confident person would do. Like act like you are confident and then at some point you will be. I don't know if that makes sense, but if you're acting like you already are confident, if you're acting like you already are the most gorgeous, beautiful person in the world, then you're going to embody that energy. And let me just say this, confidence is going to make you 10 times more attractive than a, than a, like, I guess societally like what is it called someone who is um meets the societal standard for being pretty that has like no confidence okay because you can tell if someone's confident it's like the way that they carry themselves so if you're carrying yourself in a way that's like yes I see myself as important I see myself as beautiful then other people are going to see you like that as well so mind tricks okay it's all about your perception because it's not necessarily about 
being pretty, being pretty equals being confident because that's not true. There's tons of pretty people that aren't confident. It's knowing that it's your perception of yourself because, you know, there are some days when I know when I look at myself and I'm like, oh my God, I'm literally so hot. I look so good. Why don't people tell me this every day? And then there's other days where I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, okay, this is embarrassing. What is going on? Let's not do that, right? Um, but the thing is, I look the same. So if um it's all about perception of yourself. It's not necessarily that you have to change to be confident. It's your perception of yourself that has to change. Because you can look the exact same and feel confident one day and not confident the next. So keep that in mind. Perception is more important than actually changing the way that you look. Sure, maybe um, dressing up every day, maybe wearing stuff that makes you feel confident will make you feel more confident. But I feel like the biggest change you can do is changing the perception of the way that you see yourself, changing the way that you're speaking to yourself, like in your mind, and just trying to use that um, fake it till you make it mindset of saying, okay, I'm going to embody the most confident person I know, and I'm going to do what they do, and um, see if those habits can make you feel more confident. Because if you're doing what a confident person is doing, then maybe you'll feel more confident. It's like I saw on TikTok, this was like months ago, so I don't know why I remember this. Um, It was someone talking about how um, they just started doing stuff a healthy person would do because it was um, quote unquote camp. Um, And they told their therapist that and their therapist was like, yeah, sure. Like, so she was, this girl was saying how I was just pretending to be a healthy person. I did what a healthy person would do. I ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I went outside. I went on walks. I read a book. And she's like, and I felt better. So it's just like faking it till you make it. Acting like something that you're striving for. And then that's what you'll become. So there you go. Extremely genius. I know. So smart. Thank me later. Okay. The next type of confidence that I want to talk about is being confident in your work. Whether this is um, doing a school assignment, if it's a hobby, maybe you crochet, maybe you're an artist, maybe it's for a sport for you, or maybe a real job, whatever it might be. Um, I know for me, at least, that it's really easy to feel like, oh my god, like I'm so out of everybody's league here for what all these other people are doing. Um, like imposter syndrome is real. Um, so that's kind of related to like being confident in your own work that it's really hard if you're not necessarily, um, most confident in what you're doing to feel like you aren't good enough to feel like even if you are qualified in something, you don't belong somewhere. Maybe you're taking an advanced class in school and you've never taken an advanced class and you're like, oh my God, this is much harder than I thought. I don't deserve to be here. There are other kids who are smarter than me that should be in this class. But that's not necessarily true. I'm sure, yes, there are other smart kids, but you deserve to be there and you deserve to, you know, be appreciated for all the hard work you have put in. Like if you're qualified for something, if you've done the work, then you're worthy of it. And that's what I think um, having confidence in your work can really help with imposter syndrome. I'm not saying 
like being confident is going to get rid of every single one of your problems, obviously, because um, I would say I'm fairly confident in the things that I do. But at times I still feel imposter syndrome. I'm still like, okay, yeah, I have this podcast, right? And if I tell someone about it, like the other day I was telling someone, I was like, oh yeah, I have a podcast. And I showed him my Instagram and he's like, are you kidding me? This is insane. This is so impressive saying all these things. But then in my mind, I'm not thinking, oh my God, that's so cool. I'm just like, oh, it is what it is. There are so many people who are doing better than me. Like mine isn't doing as well as I want it to, isn't doing as well as somebody else's. I'm just like comparing myself to all these other people, like influencers that had platforms before starting podcasts, which isn't logical. And I know that. Um, but that's why my point is like imposter syndrome isn't logical, but being confident in your own work and things that you have done can help, um, minimize the feeling of like, oh, I don't belong here. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of this praise, this attention, this award, whatever it might be in whatever, um, field you're talking about, school, sports, the arts, a hobby, whatever. Um, so being confident in your own work, you're like, "Mm, Carmen, how do I do that? I think the biggest thing is, um, trying not to compare yourself to others. Obviously, if let's say, for example, you're an artist, okay, you're going to need to look at other people's art to get inspo or to look at reference photos or to look at different people's styles. Of course. Um, if you're on social media, you're going to look at other people's posts to get ideas if you're in sports, I don't know, you watch other people's sport. I don't know about, I'm not good with sports references. So you know what I mean though. Um, but the thing is, you yes, look at what other people are doing. Okay. But don't look at what other people are doing in such an unhealthy way of viewing it as like a me versus them thing. Like if they do well, I'm doing worse. Cause that not, that's not necessarily true. Um, let's say that you and your friend are both um, I don't know, painters, okay, and um, your friend, you see, just posted a picture of this gorgeous painting. You're like, wow, they're so good. They are so talented, and then you look at your art, and you're like, okay, well, mine maybe isn't that good, and then you start feeling bad about yourself, and then you're like resenting your friend just because maybe their painting, in your opinion, is better than your painting, which might not necessarily be true. It's all about perception, so my point is in this is that it matters how you're um taking in other people's work how you're like observing them if you're taking in people's work as in like a learning process of seeing oh someone did this maybe I'll take a bit of that something that I can learn from them and apply it to my own work to make myself better rather than seeing oh well my friend was so good at this that means I'm automatically worse no okay you can look at what other people are doing, but it's the negative comparison that is really going to um, bring you down, I would say, and just make your confidence 10 times worse um, and just make you feel like, oh, okay, what's the point? If someone is already doing this, if someone is already better than me, um, why would I even try at all? But the thing is, there's always going to be someone better than you. There's always going to be someone striving to be where you are. And I think... Um, the area where I really learned this was when I was starting my podcast, I had around like 10,000 followers maybe. And, um, 
I kept looking at big podcasts like Pretty Basic, What We Said, all those things and thinking, oh my God, I'm never going to get where they are. My podcast is never going to be as big. And then at the same time, I had girls or just really anybody DMing me, hey, Carmen, I'm just starting out a podcast. Like, I would love your help. I look up to you so much. You're the reason I started a podcast. So it's like, you're kind of in the middle of things. Like, there's always going to be someone who wants to be you. And you're always going to want to be where someone else is, right? And that's why it's like, keep doing what you're doing, okay? Because maybe you are motivating someone else. Maybe you aren't the best person in whatever you're doing. But it's not about being the best because there's always going to be someone who's going to look up to you and maybe you trying, you doing something a little extra might help someone else try something new, find a new passion, find a new hobby, be more confident in themselves. So keep that in mind. Um, That was a bit of a long tangent, but my main thing is not getting stuck in the mindset of, oh, someone else can do it better. That means I'm not going to try at all. Because yeah, someone else somewhere out there in the world can do something better. There's always going to be someone who can do something better, but not everyone can do it the way that you do it. And you bring a new creative thing to it. You bring yourself and that's what makes you different. So don't let someone else's um, success discourage you from starting because you have to realize that, um, especially on social media, if you see someone, let's say, like having a small business and you just started a small business um, and they have thousands of followers, get thousands of sales, hundreds of sales every day, and you just started, you maybe have 200 followers, you've gotten like one sale in two weeks and you're like, I'm never going to be where they are. The thing is that I feel like people don't necessarily think about is that people who you're looking up to have been doing this for months, years, have been putting countless hours of work in, and you're looking at them when they're in the middle of their process, in the middle of whatever they're building. So they didn't just start, you just started. And you don't know how they were when they just started, but it's kind of hard to compare yourself. And also, can I just say, unrealistic to compare yourself to someone who um, has been doing something for years when you just started because that's not an equal comparison, okay? So just keep that in mind is that if you just started at something, if you're like, oh my God, I just started running track. I'm so bad. My friend has been running track for six years and they're so good. I look so stupid. No, you don't. You just started. Your friend has been running for six years. Ask them to help you, okay? Ask people who have more experience than you for help, for tips. And if the worst thing that someone will say is no, okay? But most people are willing to help you, willing to make you improve, willing to make you do better. So don't let your imposter syndrome, your lack of confidence in your own work or your lack of confidence in your drive, your determination to stop you from doing something that you could actually really love. Speaking of things that you're really going to love, This week's episode is sponsored by Ana Luisa. Ana Luisa is a jewelry company focused on creating affordable pieces that you will fall in love with. With Mother's Day coming up right around the corner, in fact, less than a week, keep that in mind in case anybody forgot, (laughs) now is the perfect time to treat your mother and yourself. Ana Luisa is running a buy one, get one 40% off sale right now. Treat yourself to an elegant and affordable piece of jewelry 
while also finding the perfect gift for Mother's Day. Anna Luisa releases new jewelry collections every Friday, so you are sure to find something you'll love. Go to shop.analuisa.com slash girlygirl. Make mom's day and treat her to new jewelry pieces with Anna Luisa's buy one, get get one 40% off sale. One piece for her and one piece for you. Just click the link in the description of this episode to find your new go-to jewelry piece from Anna Luisa. I promise you, your mom will thank you. The third and final type of confidence that I want to talk about is something I don't really think I've talked about um, maybe ever on the podcast because I was looking through my previous episodes to see um, like when was the last time I did a confidence episode, when was the last time I talked about any of this stuff because I was like if I, t- if I did a confidence episode two weeks and I forgot like two weeks ago then I was like, that'd be um, really embarrassing. And I'm sure no one wants to hear me talk about the same thing every other week. So um, anyway, but the point of me saying that is that I don't think I've ever talked about being confident in your own decisions and your decision making. Um, Pretty much being confident in your decisions is about having less second guessing yourself, just going with your gut and just because, and also knowing that just because a decision is hard, it doesn't necessarily mean you chose the wrong thing. So I think for me, um, when I was younger, I had a lot of trouble with making decisions. Um, I was really shy. I wasn't very confident in myself. I will say I was very strange. Um, I was a very quirky child. Um, very introverted, very nervous to speak to anybody. And that made my parents really upset. Um, because both my other siblings were great with people, could talk to people all the time. And I'd be like in my room coloring my little pony. And if an adult said hi to me, I would like cry and freak out. Right. Um, so obviously over the years, I've learned to, uh, be more confident in my decisions. For example, I would get in trouble all the time because someone would ask me a simple question like, where do you want to go to dinner? I don't know. What do you want to do later today? I don't know. What have you been doing all day? What did you do before lunch? I don't know. I don't remember. Me saying I don't know all the time. That was my just automatic response because I would panic so much. I wouldn't know how to make the decision of what to say. I couldn't decide where I wanted to go eat. Like simple things that I could have at least provided options for. Obviously, for the where to go to eat one, I do still struggle with that, okay? But for like more important things, I would just say, I don't know. Someone would ask me my opinion on a really serious topic and I'd be like, I don't know. And my family would keep saying, Carmen, you have to have an opinion on something. You have to like make decisions. You can't just say, I don't know to everything. Um... So with that being said, um, I think it's important just to go with your gut, trust your, honestly, first thought. Unless you're one of those people that your first thought is like a little crazy and someone has told you, sit, be quiet for five seconds and then say something. If you're one of those people, maybe don't go with this advice. Um, but usually the first thing that you think about is your gut feeling, um, If you can tell like a situation might be wrong, if that maybe someone isn't the best person and you have like this gut feeling, go with your gut, follow how you feel. Like don't just think, oh no, 
that's wrong and second guess yourself because second guessing yourself is going to get yourself in trouble specifically too for like school things like logically if you're second guessing yourself on every like work assignment on every decision um you're gonna get stuff wrong okay and usually if you're stuck between two answers this goes for like standardized tests and like you pick one answer pick b and then five minutes later you come back erase it pick c most likely b was the right answer so i feel like being confident in your decisions and your decision making um can lead to less second guessing and um just realizing that you are making the right decision and of course you're not going to make the right decision all the time people mess up you're human that's allowed you don't have to be this perfect person but you need to stand by like the decisions you made while also being able to realize okay hey maybe i did something wrong and i'm sorry and i'm going to learn from that so realizing that um decisions aren't binding in the same way but also knowing that your decisions are valid whatever you think whatever you feel are valid and just being confident in that and I think that can lead to a lot less um panic because I know whenever I would say oh I don't know I don't know I don't know to questions I would just be panicking my panicking in my head because I'm like oh my gosh what do I say can't say that that's embarrassing can't say that people will think I'm weird and just all those things going in my head and just kind of panicking and then I wouldn't have anything to say. So I feel like being confident in your decisions can lead for less anxiety, less panic, which is overall just, you know, obviously better for you. So keep that in mind. So now that we've talked about the three different types of confidence, um, confidence in your body, confidence in your work, and confidence confidence in your decision making. Um, I want to chat a little bit about why it's important to value your own personal opinion more than that of other people's personal opinions. So whenever someone DMs me and says, oh my gosh, Carmen, I want to start a podcast, but I'm like really worried. I'm scared people are going to find out like this is going to be so embarrassing. People at school are going to make fun of me, whatever. Um, Okay. My first thing is to think about who are you trying to prove yourself to, okay? And thinking about something in the long run. Let's say you're worried that this one girl is going to say something to you. Like, let's say you really want to wear these new pair of pants, okay? And they're a little out there. They're a little crazy, a little bright. They're not very trendy, but you love them, okay? And you're worried. You're like, okay, this isn't something someone would normally wear to school. This is going to make me stand out. Maybe people are going to think I'm weird. Maybe this one girl is going to say something to me. My thing is, is it worth um, is it worth it in the long run? Are you going to know this girl in five years, ten years? Will it matter in that amount of time? My history teacher that I had a few years ago had this sign up in her class. And whenever I would get bored, I would look at it. And it would be like, what? does it matter like what color your hair was what you wore to the first day of school will that matter in like 10 years will it matter one thing you said to one person will it matter this one interaction and that's what I like to think about because at the same time while I love telling myself oh my gosh Carmen so important being confident in myself also at the same time when I get really anxious I have to remind myself no one is paying attention to me no one cares and even if people are I still tell myself that 
because um or else I'll get really stressed and panicked because like with the podcast thing I can't think about people listening to this that would make me panic because that's a lot of people and that's overwhelming and um if I think about that then I'll spiral and stress out and then stop doing it so it's easier for me to I guess not necessarily lie to myself but just avoid thinking about it is that healthy I don't know maybe not but it helps me handle anxiety um yay but anyway the point of this is is that your own opinion should outweigh that of anyone else if you want to do something but the only thing that's stopping you is your fear of being embarrassed do it okay if you do embarrass yourself who cares I think the biggest thing for me is that I've used this example before. Um, Just so maybe it was freshman year. I was walking into school and um, walking through the hallway, there were backpacks on the floor and it had just rained and I slipped and tripped on a backpack, literally face planted on the floor, freshman year, so embarrassed. And a senior boy was standing right there. I was literally lying on the ground. And I was like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. My friends were right there too. Whenever, if I ever bring that up, like, I don't know. I think I brought it up like a year ago or something. Um, People are like, Carmen, what are you talking about? I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding? That was so embarrassing. So my thing about this is people don't remember. People are more focused on themselves, are more focused on things that they've done that they think are embarrassing than to worry about anything that you've done that's embarrassing, Okay. So it's like, what are you really trying to prove? I think it's more important to do something you love or to at least do something. And if you do embarrass yourself, okay, like you can always try something else. There's always going to be something more embarrassing that you will do or that someone else will do that's going to shift someone else's focus. It's like in Bridgerton where there's like, there's always going to be another scandal. Okay, so just do what you want and everything will be fine. Um. Also, I'd like to point out that it's not necessarily realistic to think I'm going to be confident all the time. I'm going to feel so good about myself all the time. Everything's going to be great. No. Okay. Um, Confidence is not always the same day to day like I talked about earlier in the episode. So um, some days you might feel really confident. Other days you might not be feeling yourself. You might really feel like crap and like life is just not good. And that's why it's important to um, do and say things to remind yourself of how great you are, how smart you are, how beautiful you are, how um, good you are at whatever skill you do, whether it's playing a sport, doing art, your hobby, whatever you want to do. So just reminding yourself of these things, whether that's um, you feel more confident dressing up if it's something as simple as that or whether you need to look at yourself in the mirror and say you are amazing and I love you if it's any of those things or maybe it's going back to basics and embodying the fake it till you make it mindset of embodying the most confident person you know and doing things like them all day okay I saw this TikTok of um a girl who um her whole account is about like budget luxury. I love her account. It's so good. I cannot remember her name. Um, but she talked about in one of her TikToks saying 
that whenever she feels like wakes up in the morning and feels like, okay, this is not my day. I don't want to do anything. I'm just going to lay around in bed. She does the opposite. She does everything that she's been putting off all week, does her laundry, goes out on errands, does everything she doesn't want to do all in one day, gets it done. So then the next day she's feeling good. She's feeling refreshed. And once you start doing stuff, like kind of just, I guess, forcing yourself into that habit, whether it's forcing yourself to feel more confident or forcing yourself to be productive and get things done when that's the opposite you want to do. And all you want to do is be Netflix. Sometimes you got to do it. Sometimes you got to force yourself out of bed. So sometimes you got to force yourself to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, even if we aren't feeling the best, I'm going to act like I'm feeling pretty good today and try to make myself feel better, feel more confident so you don't get stuck in like this self-deprecating mindset that's not healthy for you or really the people around you. Um, also, again, I'd like to chat about the power of perception. Um, the way you perceive yourself really does have a strong effect on, I guess, your life in general because if you see yourself as this amazing person who's going to be successful, get all this stuff done, then you are going to be an amazing person and be successful, get all this stuff done. But if you see yourself and you're like, okay, I suck. No one likes me. Life is horrible. Life's going to suck. Okay. It's all about your mindset. It's all about the way that you're thinking about things and working what with what you've been given. Okay. Um, so I'd like people to think about that as well. Um, perception, very powerful, very powerful tool. It's like the mirror thing. You can look at yourself in the mirror and say, oh my God, wow, she's hot. Or you can look at yourself in the mirror and verbally gag a little. I verbally gagged the other day at something um, and I had to walk away because I was like, that was so embarrassing um, for me and I felt so rude, but I, j- I couldn't help it. I, I really can't. Like, I-, I guess not verbally is the right word, but like audibly gagged um, at something that someone did. And I was like, oh, no, thank you. Okay, but yep, those are my confidence tips. So whether you're listening to this right now, it's May, or you're listening to this over the summer and you're like, okay, I want to have a hot, confident girl summer. I hope these tips helped. And if they did, let me know. Um, And just know that you all are loved. And that confidence is a journey. You're not going to go from feeling pretty crappy about yourself to feeling like you're the best person in the world. It just doesn't work like that. And sometimes you'll feel more confident than you will other times. So know that that's normal and that's okay. Also, make sure you leave a rating and review, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate it and I love seeing what y'all say. And also make sure you follow me at the Girly Girl Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest if you want to keep up with me more throughout the week. I post pretty cute graphics, um, fun little like TikTok videos, and also you'll hear more about episodes before they come out. So if you want to know what the episode is going to be, follow me on Instagram and you'll see on my story. Also, um, make sure you check out the links in the description to check out athletic greens and also Anna Luisa remember y'all Mother's Day is coming up you gotta get your mom something and I just know that she will love whatever you get her and I hope y'all have an amazing week and love you all so much
Bye.